Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, welcome to another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. I am so excited. You don't understand. If you are a Pittsburgh, a real true Pittsburgher, you're going to know this Pittsburgh native. Now, when I introduce him, you're going to know who it is. And he is a wonderful person, too. So to wrap it all up, he is a former Major League Baseball first baseman. He's a 12-year Major League Baseball veteran, a three-time All-Star. He's a philanthropist. He's a Major League Baseball Network analyst. He's, he has the Mayor's Office podcast that we're going to touch on today. He is a father to four amazing children, and he's the founder of the South Hills Miracle League Network, almost going on 11 years now. So to introduce him, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one, the only, Sean Casey. I'm snapping. Up, don't forget, I was your workout partner for years oh. in St. Clair Fitness. We don't want to tell them that, because you, you and I, we were the bad ones in the class. We used to always complain to Cliff, remember? We're like, Cliff, this is too hard. We don't want to do Peloton. We don't, I mean, we don't want to do spin. We don't want to do these sit-ups you got to do, okay? We were, we were the bad kids. <laughs> so tell us, Sean, now, I, you know, we've been talking about having you on my podcast because I thought, you know what, people need to know you. I mean, they do see you on air. They see you as a commentator, a speaker, you know, but I, I want them to get to know who Sean Casey really is. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about what you've been doing. Oh, I've been. What have I been doing? Probably a lot of the same you've been you've been doing. I just got back from Alaska. I was in my girlfriend and the kids and I went to Alaska for like eh, like eight days. It was really a great trip. Amazing. Really a lot of fun. Amazing. So I've been doing that. Getting ready to go to Avalon, New Jersey, with the with the kids for summer vacation, which would be cool. Like the first week of August. My oldest, no, not my oldest son. My oldest son's been home most of the summer, Andrew. My other son, Jake, has been playing for Johnstown, a team called the Johnstown Mill Rats, which is a wood bat, like college wood bat league. So we've yes. been going up there a little bit to see him play. Just been chasing my girls around a little bit. I got a daughter, Jillian, that's 12, and Carly is 16. So, wow. you know, just been doing a lot of stuff with them. And, you know, just been having a really good summer with the kids and, you know, still doing some MLB Network stuff. I, I go up to New Jersey every so often and do that stuff up there. A lot of stuff with the Miracle League field. We just ended our, ended our spring season, summer season. So, so for someone I've just been busy, yeah, I've been busy. You've been busy, and for someone who doesn't know about the Miracle Network, Sean, tell us why you started this and and 
Just tell us yeah. a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah, I started like 11 years ago, uh, Miracle League of the South Hills. I worked with kids when I was in college at, at, a, um, at a school for kids with cerebral palsy and just kind of opened my eyes to the special needs community. Wow. And then when I was done playing, you know, I was like, boy, I'd love to open up one of those. A friend of mine in Cincinnati had a special needs son. He built a, a one in 2005, and I threw out the first pitch to it, and he was like, and I remember thinking to myself, man, I gotta, I gotta build one of these one day. So when I was done playing after the 08 season, I retired after I played with the Red Sox. And then 09, I talked to Mike Sherry, who has a Miracle League field up in Cranberry. And I just said, how did you get it going? How'd you get it started? Mike was inter- integral in helping me get it started. And, uh, you know, here we are. We serve over 350 kids with wow. special needs, you know, anywhere from, you know, autism to cerebral palsy and Down syndrome, you know, just a lot of different kids. Uh, That's and, amazing. You know, when you serve kids like that, too, you serve their families, you know, a lot these families are wonderful people. So I think we have over 50 area 50 area codes. I right? zip codes. 50 zip codes, I think. Well, um, yeah, tell them, just, too. Like, I remember my son, when he was playing in high school, he actually came over and was one of, like, the volunteers. The buddy. Yeah, the yes, buddies. the buddy system. Yeah, for, yeah. so every every kid has a buddy. So you would push Billy's wheelchair. Your son put, probably pushed Johnny's wheelchair, yeah. you know, for six weeks. And you could volunteer. Uh, you know, you, we, we just built a concession stand that we use as a job job training facility for our kids so you can volunteer there you can coach you can announce you can keep score and there's a lot of different ways you can volunteer there but it's really we, we are at a lack of, of buddies right now it's funny because of covid it, it put us back a little bit and when we came back we found that a lot of the kids that we had that were buddies about had graduated high school right. so we're maybe you can spread the word that we're looking you know, for buddies if you go to miracle league southhills.org you can sign up as a buddy and you know volunteer to, to be a, a buddy for a kid for the season for six it's a six-week commitment so when is Cool. When's the when do they do the baseball? Because it's mostly you call it like a big playground, but you yeah. also say it's ba- they're playing baseball. Well, we have a playground. No, we have a playground too. We, so yeah, it's a baseball league. We have two spring summer league, and then we have a fall league. So we just got done with the spring summer. In the fall, I believe we start September 9th and we go through the middle of October. So yeah, you just go to MiracleLeagueSouthHills.org. You can sign up and uh, you know come join us on Saturdays. What a wonderful program! I mean, even for like our kids to be there to be helping them. I mean, that's yeah. To me, well, I think it spreads. It spreads kindness. to the schools. It spreads to the kids that are mainstream. You know, you start to realize you know it's. That, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I always say the most selfish thing you can do is serve others because, you know, you end up getting, you get that feeling back of, man, that feels really good. It feels really good because as humans, we're supposed to serve each other. Right. So when you're stepping out and serving at the Miracle League of the South Hills, you'll walk away from that experience and go, man, I feel so good about myself, about life, a lot yes. of gratitude in it. You do. You really do. And then I know you talked about on there, I was watching one of your videos and you were saying that what it does is it builds self-esteem. You are making new friends, you establish relationships, you know, bringing communities together and changing lives. That's amazing, Sean. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it really does. You know, I mean, like I said, when you get out and you serve other people, you know, it's, you can't help but it for to build your own confidence and your own self-esteem. And then, you know, you, we're meaning-making machines as humans. And, you know, you, you start to serve, you know, kids and start to serve the special needs community. Yeah, you start to feel a sense of meaning and, uh, and power. Oh, yeah. And it, everybody's heard of Sean Casey and the Miracle Network here in Pittsburgh, that's for sure. Yeah. And we thank you for all that. I mean, I've all, I did a podcast on a um, Sophie the Hurricane Heart. 
she has autism. Yes. Her, yes, her mom, Amy. Yes. <laughs> she was talking about you. I wonder who you are. We were talking about the, you know, how <laughs> Sophie just loves it. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> they all had nicknames and stuff. Yeah, I mean. we, yeah, they all have nicknames. Yeah. And if you if you mispronounce their name, they'll look at you and be like, "That's not my name." I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's why whenever I do it, I always grab Miranda or Tim Gephardt, who's uh, Miranda Klein or Tim Gephardt, who are our directors, and I'm like, "Give me the pronunciation, all the kids, so I don't mess up." I've already gotten berated a few times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> But it's, you know, there's just so many other things you're doing. Like, I mean, if you want to, if we want to go back to your background of how you started in baseball and why your nickname is the mayor, we can, you know, touch on those points too. If you wanted to just tell us about why, why did you start in baseball? Well, I grew up here in in Upper St. Clair and, you know, I just, I always loved baseball and, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, I look back at. You know, I wasn't the fastest kid. I wasn't the, you know, I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't any of that stuff. I don't, I don't think that you would have looked at a, at a tryout and said that guy's going to play 12 years in the big leagues. You know, I think it was more of, you know, you look at that guy and say, well, he can't run that good. He can't, you know, everyone would always tell you the things you couldn't do, but I knew I could hit. And when I was like 14, 15 years old, when I was a freshman in high school, I didn't play that much. I remember coming home to my dad and saying, hey, could you go talk to the coach? And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to the coach. He's like, I'm going to go, uh, batting cage just opened up in Bethel Park. He's like, why don't you start working harder? He's like, you're obviously not glaringly better than the other kids. He goes, me talking to the coach, what's that going to do for you? He's like, you got to put more work in. And that was like, that conversation with my dad really hit home. So It's eye-opening now. Yeah, then I just started to really hit every day after school. And just and the next thing you know, I, I was really looking to start JV the next year. I didn't even care about varsity. Like, I just want to start playing. So I started JV my sophomore year, my junior year, started there. Then my senior year, I, you know, I did decent and then uh, I got a, I got a small scholarship to University of Richmond continue to hit every night and continue to put the work in I always say it's that pinata effect you know it's like right. you know you keep pounding the pinata if you stop you know, it might be the 18th, 19th, 20th hit right. before, that, before that candy comes out. You know, for me, it was hitting every day. It was like taking those swings and you don't know where it's going to lead you, but you know you're looking for the candy to come out. You know what I mean? And exactly. I think it was that compounding, pounding, those marginal gains of every day, hitting every day. And I started to become an exponentially better player, exponentially better hands. I started to really develop the skill of hitting a baseball. And by the time I was in college and had that work ethic, you know, my junior year, I ended up winning the NCAA batting titles and best player in college baseball and I uh, was a second round pick of the Cleveland Indians and then my career kind of went into that but I just never forgot that lesson from my dad like you've got to be glaringly better than the other people it only happens through hard work and that hard work is that marginal gains the compound pounding every day and like I said it's like that pinata you've got to keep hitting it until the candy comes out because so many people in life you, you want to do something and, and, and oh yeah I'm going to start my own company and then it turns out it's pretty hard right. I'm going to start my own podcast you get eight episodes in you're like that's ah, two of two much work I'm not going to do it right. well if you continue to do it every day it could be 10 years 5 years 2 years down the road at some point you're going to you're going to get something back for it and so that the biggest thing for me was to continue to stick to the process I didn't know where the results were going to come from but I knew that if I continued to work every day eventually I was going to get someplace where I wanted to go that's amazing the determination you had and I know that you were saying too on one of your videos um, baseball is a hard sport you're going to yeah. fail you're going to fail at it I mean, what yeah. would you say to any young kid out there? That's... Well, you're going to fail 70% of the time, and then you're going to be a superstar. If you fail 70% of the time in the working world, you're fired. Right. No one's like, hey, great job. <laughs> you're in Major League Baseball or, or baseball in general. You know, when you fail 70% of the time, they're like, hey, man, you're playing really well. It's just such a it's such a mind game. You yes. know what I mean? And I think 
you know, the biggest thing is it's you versus you. It's you versus you in life. Like, how well do you talk to yourself? How how are you? How well are you able to? You know, when anxiety and stress come into your life because they come into your life in baseball. You know, it's built in. Right. Do you learn how to breathe right? Are you able to calm yourself down? You know, are you able to get into the moment? Are you able to focus on the task at hand? Are you able to stick to the process? Are you able to show up every day and create good habits and good routines? I think that's the biggest thing. Like, what habits and routines are you creating for yourself daily? How well are you sleeping? Are you taking care of your energy? How well do you eat? Right. How well do you move? You know, they say when you move well in the more, especially in the mornings, you know, you, you get 12, exercise gives you 12, 12 hours of sustained energy. How well are you showing up for yourself daily? Are you winning your morning? Are you winning your mornings? Because if you win your mornings and win your day, like there's so many things that go into it. And I think there's so many things, you know, that go into life. Like I know for me now, like my mornings are so important to me, you know, getting up and, you know, journaling and and meditating and working out and and sleeping right. And a few years ago, I stopped drinking and that's helped me a lot in so many different areas. Congratulations. Yeah. But it's helped me. It's not even a congratulations. It's, It's been something I was like, man, you know, when you wake up and you're clear every day and and you know that, you know, I still go to parties, I'll still go to bars, all that stuff. Right. But I know at least, you know, when you're 100% committed to something, it's easy. But when you're 99% committed, it's a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know. in anything in life. So there's been so many, you know, different things that I realized, like, you know, it's about the process. It's about habits, routines. It's about all that. So when I look back at Major League Baseball, I had so many good habits and routines that I had created since I was 15 that allowed me to be successful. And I think that's the same way with life. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think about like the kids nowadays and I, every, I always hear people say, you're in your head, you're in your head. Because when they come up to that plate... And you know, you know, if you're in your head and you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to hit this pitch, this, this kid's pitching 87 or something, you know, high school baseball. Right. And, you know, and even if you're, you're being, you're the pitcher, you know, you pitch a bad pitch and the kid, you know, kid hits a home run, you know, they always say, don't put your head down. Don't let them see you. You know, don't crumble like that when you're out in the field, like when you're in, right. you know, any position you're playing, you know, get back up there and just do your best the next play. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's such a mentality. I mean, it's it's not an easy sport because it, it can be a it can be a very frustrating, embarrassing sport at times. You just strike out. Nobody wants to strike out, but you're going to strike out. You know, what I mean, I think the biggest thing with baseball and, and life in general, how well do you respond? I mean, we're all going to get knocked down. Failures. I always look at failure. Failure is information. If you think failure is failure, then you're going to be out. You're going to be out of the game. You'll be out. You know, you'll be sucking your thumb in the corner. Right. You know, as the, as the victim. But if you look at failure as information, data. Man, this guy threw me a slider. Man, he's really trying to get me with that fastball up. I got to start setting my sights down next time. Or man, he try, he's been putting everybody away with that slider in the dirt. Next time, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that pitch. I'm gonna look for the fastball away or whatever. Right. It's like a, it's a game of adjustments. How well do you respond? I think it's the same way in life. You have your ups and downs. You might have a divorce. You might have a death. You might have all this different different things that happen. Like, I guess you have to deal with that, you know, emotionally figure out, and, and, you know, deal with whatever you need to deal with. But then you, at some point, you need to move move on and respond in a way that gets you to another another level. So that's why baseball was so good. I think it, feel, it feels like it, it mirrors life for me at times and for all of us. You know, it's right. just... 
like I said, the, the ups and downs of the game, failures, information, and how do you respond is the, is the only thing that matters. Yeah, I mean, it, it's true. And the journey that you had it might be different from someone else when if they exactly. did Major League. But look at you now, you know, you're happy, you know, you have a wonderful family, and you're doing what you love. And let's talk about this, trying yeah. to steal my podcast listeners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have totally different listeners. Tell me about your podcast, The Mayor. Why? Yeah. Why? Okay, first of all, I was asking my husband this. Why did they, he was giving me the whole story about the mayor? So you got to tell our listeners in case they don't know why your nickname is the mayor. <laughs> well, you know, it was there was a guy. There was it was my coach in, in Cape Cod. His name was Bill Mosiello, who's now the head coach at Ohio State. He was always joking around. I was talking to everybody. I was always looking lobbying for votes. You know what I mean? I was always <laughs> talking to everybody at first base and all that stuff. So it kind of originated that summer in, in, in the Cape Cod League. But baseball is a small fraternity, so it kind of trickled its way into the big leagues. And I remember one night I was watching baseball tonight on ESPN, and I hit a ball in the gap, and I was going to third base. And I remember Carl Ravage said. And there's Sean Casey, doubles in the gap. They call him the mayor. And it's just like, <laughs> I think that was the first time I really heard it on a national stage. It's, yeah, it's pretty it's cool. It's stuck with you. you know? so, yeah. yeah, I think I'm probably always lobbying for votes with people. Anyhow, you know what I mean? so. <laughs> you're so friendly, and you're so down to earth, and you're so <laughs> humble. I mean, meeting you at the gym, I mean, for everyone to know, this, you would not think that this was a Major League Baseball player. I mean, he walked in there, said hello to everyone, didn't talk about himself, always talked about, hey, how you doing? How, what's that going on? with you like is everything good you were just unbelievable your presence anywhere you went you really made people feel like wow he's my friend Sean Casey is my friend well, you did too, Jen. You, had, you brought that positive energy to our group. You always came in like, hey, what's going on? You know, so. I was always late. Yeah, I know. Like, Jen's late again. Jen's late again. But that's but we, we, we always had fun, though. I always enjoyed that group. Cliff was such a good guy. Yeah. You know, Pat Slowey and those guys. I kind of miss I kind of miss that the St. Clair, you know, fitness. Just a lot of good people. I just enjoyed that group. And, right. you know, we had anywhere from what? Bob was 80-something. Andy was 70. And then all the way down to, like, yeah, there you know, was some uh, people younger than us. Right, much younger than yeah. us. <laughs> but no, but that's where you build relationships. And don't you think with this podcast now that you're doing, you're building more relationships? Yeah. And, you know, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. You know, I love it. It's called The Mayor's Office. You can get it on Spotify, Apple. We're also on a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it's great. You know, we're closing in on our 100th episode, which we're proud about. Wow. Um, you know, I remember telling my producer, Rich, you know, if we get to 10, then, we, you know, we'll, we'll have to reevaluate where we're at. So we're closing in on 100, which has been really cool. Well, how long have you, you been know, doing it? We've been doing it for a little over a year. And you do once a week? We do twice a week. Oh, that. Okay. How do yeah, you fit, do How it. do you fit that in? Well, we do it. We do a guest on Tuesdays, and then on Fridays we do like it's we call it Fun Bag Friday. We just kind of get together and joke around, talk about baseball, talk about whatever we want to talk about our lives, and you know it's kind of fun. So I, I, I'd say we didn't start that Fun Bag episode till probably a few months ago. Yeah. But yeah, just you know, bringing a lot of my friends on that I met throughout the game and, and, and talking baseball, talking life. Same thing we're talking here. So yes, it's, uh, isn't that and great? Asking them how the why they were good, you know, talk about their kids and what it's like being a dad and influences they had. It's just a really. I just really enjoy it. Like, you enjoy your podcast. I just really enjoy sitting down and talking to those guys. You know, we don't get paid a dollar. It's just like, I'm yeah. sure, I don't know if people are sponsoring you yet, but, you know, we don't, we've had a couple sponsors, but, One. you know, we, we'll, we'll, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah. We'll just, we just keep enjoying ourselves. And, and my buddy, Rich Cinchimino, who who is my, uh, 
who's who's my producer, but really like my co-host. He uh, he and I used to work in a movie network together, so it's, it's fun doing it with a friend. You were meant to do this, and I feel like with a podcast, it's real. It's real talk. Like you're yeah. talking to real people about real things, and that's true. You know, mine's all over the board, but I, I've been talking yeah. to a lot of athletes lately, and it's yeah. it's so nice to hear from you guys because you take the time. I mean, you're busy. You've got a lot yeah. going on, and here you are taking the time on your busy schedule to talk to little old Jenny D <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> You're the best, yeah. I would, I would talk to you whatever. You're the best. But, I mean, my, my biggest thing, like, if you would, I know this is going to be a really hard question for you, Sean, but accomplishments in life, if you could say, and I know there can't be one that has been your biggest accomplishment, or maybe there is. I mean, you tell me. I mean, I know you have so many accomplishments in your life yeah. that you can choose from, but could you narrow it down to, like, maybe the... Um, I mean, there's been a lot of great accomplishments. I think my your kids are your, probably your first. You know I mean? I don't know if they're accomplishments, but they're just such a big part of my life. Oh, yeah. So, you know, them uh, also... You know, I think playing in the big leagues was a good dream come true, really, you know, to say the least, that was really cool. Building the Miracle League probably has been, you know, one of the biggest things I've ever done just because it, I just feel like it's impacted a lot of different people in the community. And I just think that's what it was meant to do. It serves a lot of kids. You know, we say kids of all abilities. Right. Um, I think that's it. So it's a wonderful thing. So, yeah, those are three of the things that probably popped my mind initially. Yeah, I mean it's that's that's the thing when I see someone like you that is has accomplished so much, you know. And and what are your future goals? I mean, do you have like other things you want to accomplish? Like, are you yeah, going to write a book? Yeah, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the verge of doing that. Are you? Okay. Um, yeah, I think just... my, ne- my next thing is I'm gonna, I'm going to get into some life coaching, like some mental performance coaching. Oh, that would about be to, wonderful. About to, a, about to launch a program over at Telio Fitness. Uh, okay. In September, oh. just to talk about you know to talk to young athletes or adults or whatever, just you know how to you know just really just a lot of the, a lot of the experiences I've had throughout my life and just learning to uh, you know coach people on some of the techniques and things that have really helped me you know get to a place of uh, of just the, you know the, uh, of peace right of which peace. is cool like how to deal with anxiety how to deal with stress you know how to how to deal with uh, you know failures or things that come your way right. or, or just how to you know live the best life you can live so I'm looking forward to that next chapter of my life and you know almost going to get it off the ground here soon oh I'm so happy see that's amazing because you know what I feel like there has been I'm going to do a podcast with a, a therapist about anxiety because I do yeah. feel like wow like it's it's happening everywhere you know yeah. and I, if we is there anything we can do you know I try to bring it on the surface in my podcast it's like let's talk about it let's help yeah. each other let's do things like yeah. you said meditate you know, yeah. I you know I was talking about doing yoga or something to make my, my mind just get off of all the stress or all the things that you keep thinking about in your life. Yeah, it's not you know. It's, well, well, I think there's so many. I think I think this is a big stressor right here. You know, like I, I think yes, I think a big found. problem is like you know we're all looking for the quick fix. You know, right. that, that Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist out in Stanford, was just on an unbelievable podcast with Jocko Wilnick, who's a Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was talking about dopamine, how like we think dopamine's that is the is the chemical of pleasure, right. and it's not. It's really the chemical of of desire and motivation, right? So like 
we're we're so used we you know Instagram all this stuff we you know yes. we, we boom we look at this instant pleasure like they said the biggest thing you could do when you get instant pleasure you're guaranteed for a dopamine crash which that leads to stress anxiety depression all that stuff right yeah so it's the opposite of what you think like yeah as, you have to have effort before the pleasure so when you go work out you hit your dopamine centers right and then all of a sudden you get sustained energy the rest of the day you're like man why do I feel so good because your physiology is ninety percent of your psychology right right but what we do is like, hey let's go drink some alcohol let's smoke some weed yeah. let's uh let's do some things quick you know let's let's watch porn let's yes. get on our let's get on our phones quick pleasure but what we don't realize is nowadays everything's so accessible for us what you're really doing with your dopamine centers is you're crashing them so wow. we have we have a society where we're a hundred million depressed we're on depression medication and but yet we don't understand like we're, we're not really understanding how it all works yeah. and I think that's a that's a big thing if we understood how the human body works how our dopamine centers work how that that, that like I said your physical your 90 percent of your psychology is really related to your physiology how well are you sleeping are you getting seven to nine hours of sleep right. are you replenishing the dopamine centers in in your mind are you are you um you know are you getting enough water in your system do you eat are you eating in the gut brain connection there's more neurons in your gut than there is in your brain oh wow are you feeding your yeah are you feeding your gut the right way so that you don't have the anxiety and stress that comes from not eating well there's right. just so many things that can help you with anxiety and stress and they're you know it's just the bottom line is this too jen so when you get the information right can you create the habits and routines that that lead to like just man that's what another great day i had another great day i had well why boy i've created the habits and routines that you know that that really having lower anxiety having lower stress right. you know being in a place of gratitude being in a place of you know doing a gratitude maybe like a gratitude journal every day for five th three to five things you're grateful for it'll take you 30 seconds right but it sets it sets a state where you're like oh man here we go again another day you know and i think there's it's just such a mentality about you know how we live our lives what prism do we look through? And uh, you know, I know for me, I, I'm really, I'm really speaking from. I'm so glad really, you're talking about this. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from, from you know, experience. You know, right. I'm really speaking from experience. You have to. You know, yeah, like just looking back at even like a few years ago, getting you know, I got divorced was probably the, one of the darkest times of my life. Is like you know, talking about, I had so much stress, so much anxiety, like oh yeah, and all that stuff, and I just didn't know how to manage it. And over the over what I did was I started to you know seek out some help and seek out some you know some people that have been down that road and then how could I get to the level I wanted to get to in my mind and I just feel like wow there is a different level we can all go to and I, I know like I said for me I I had it I, I had it through experience yes. not a fun experience at times but on the other side sometimes of that suffering and other other side of of that experience not being so great is the growth and is is the learning and the, that you can go really to that next phase of life right. and exactly people want to hear from someone who's been through it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it, this isn't just I read it in no. a book or something like right. this is like, no, I'm going to tell you what worked, no. what worked for me when I was, you know, when you sleep two hours a night, and you're looking right. at the ceiling and, you know, you have you feel like, you, you know, your like, life's over at times because yeah. you, you're just uneasy with certain with where life's taken you. And, and, and the bottom line is it takes us all there. It yeah, takes it. If it, it hasn't, if it hasn't, it will at some point. Right. And so I guess I guess I was really seeking tools to really help me out, you know, with with that stuff right because now nowadays i'm really like focused on listening to people like with this right. podcast i listen to what they're saying you know and right. i'm hearing them and i'm thinking to myself you know we have 
things in common because, you know, it's everybody has a different way of dealing with anxiety, but it's there. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I remember I'd write things down like, geez, what am I doing? I'm so bored. I have nothing for me. It's, you know, I was just, it was all about me, me, me. Like, what am I doing? And then when I realized, you know, do something you enjoy, but also yeah. have family time, you know, don't just take away from your family. Just do things you enjoy as well. And, you know, you, we can't be perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. There, no, that, that's, there is such BS. There's no. I can't tell people say, "Well, I'm a perfectionist, so that's why I don't do this, this, and this." I'm like, no, <laughs> you're lazy. That's why you don't do hey, this. Hey, some this. lady. Called, I worked at QED as an intern, and she wrote that I was a perfectionist. I felt like <laughs> I was like, "That's bad." <laughs> that's a bad well, thing. You know, I feel like at some point in our life, we all felt like we're perfectionists. But I think sometimes you can also use perfectionism as an excuse for not getting going. And, and and failing and tripping oh, and falling, you know, yes. and getting back up, you know, get, you fall down seven times, get back up eight. I think we sometimes we use, hey, I, I can't do that because I'm just a perfectionist and I, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle it not being perfect. It's like, no, no one's it's perfect. Excuses. Like, go ahead and stumble, take your falls. You know, you're gonna trip, you're gonna fall. Like, oh, like yeah. how do you get back up? And how, what, what kind of things are you learning to move forward with? Right. You know, what kind of grit do you have? And and you know, can you can you look deep inside yourself and say, you know, what I can do. This? this like I, I can't I actually got beat down and I actually got back up and not only did I get back up I get back up better yes you know? exactly and it's yeah. just you know waking up every day and saying you know what it's going to be a good day I'm going to do yeah. my best not everything's going to go perfect, you know. I mean, there's days where, you know, oh, I'm late for work or, you know, I'm just like I come home and I eat the, you know, the cookie that I shouldn't be eating or, you know, I know my mindset. But I'm like, you know what? I'm only human. And my kids, they're, they're laughing at me because I'm mispronouncing words. I almost couldn't say the word philanthropist. <laughs> And I was like, Sean's going to kill me if I can't say that right. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, I'm just that Pittsburghese Jenny D. Yeah, you know? you're the best. But I, I mean. You're I, real because you're real, Jen. Yes. You're real. You, you, you understand. You get it. You're having. And you, listen, I always say if you want to do the, the most selfish thing you can do in the world is serve others. Right. You know, I think we were talking about that. And like, I think that's so. And you're, I think you're, you would agree with, with your podcast. You know, you're, you're bringing on these different kinds of people and you're serving your audience. You're serving people that are listening, you know, right. with different opinions or views on life or whatever you know i think we're all we're all in our own journey at the end of the day we all have our own journeys and uh you know we have to embrace that we have to embrace that. that we are all so unique i always say like this too you know if you want to get perspective you're you're one in you're one in 420 the odds of you being here as a human are one in 420 trillion that's like, living, that's like winning the super bowl like over nine times but we don't think of that we get in this little box of bs this little box yeah. of fear of like oh i'm not good enough i'm not this no not only are you good enough, you're a walking miracle. Like no one has your handprints, no one has your fingerprints, yes. no one has your nose, your smile, nothing. Exactly. You're, 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 you're a unique gem. But if we looked at life like that, when you say you put your feet on there, God and say, "Hey, man, thanks for the, yeah. thanks for the gift of this, my heartbeat, my breath." Because I think of this too: your heart's going to beat a hundred thousand times for you today, but you don't think about it one time. Who's doing that? You're going to breathe at twenty-five thousand times today. You're not going to think of one of them unless you're sitting in a ten-minute meditation. So right. it's like there's so many things to be grateful for for 
but we harp, we, we sometimes, you know, and I was guilty of this too, of complaining, you know, when you complain, you poison gratitude. Oh, so if you're I love that. Time, you, you never see, you know, you never see the real gratitude in your life. Like we all have so much to be grateful for, whether you have a million dollars or zero dollars, the fact that you're here is a walking, you're a walking miracle, right? Yeah. Say that again. I like that. Complain. Is... Yeah. Complaining poisons gratitude. I love that. Yeah. Because if you're complaining, then you're not really seeing like, you know, man, I I have enough. I have enough sitting in this chair right here yes. to have awesomeness in my life. I've, I've really look at what's going on here. Like the fact that I have 40 trillion cells digesting my food. Like who's doing that? Right. You know what I mean? Like I have 100 billion neurons in my brain, more than the Milky stars in the Milky Way galaxy. How do you know all this information? Because I do a lot of work. I do a lot of work on myself. Research. I read a lot of books. Yeah. yeah and I look at a lot of things and a lot of stuff. But it's the truth. I think it's the perspective muscle. We're so good at working everyone else's perspective. Oh, blame him. Blame him. It's his fault. My mom, my dad, yes. all this stuff. And it's like, no, at some point, you need to look at yourself in the mirror, get honest with yourself and say, what can I do to have the best life every day of my life? And when I'm a walking miracle right. and every day I, and you don't get, you know, we don't know when it's going to you know, be over. So every day is a gift and we right. got to really look at it that way. And it's, and we all have the choice to do that. We can say, oh, it's easy for you to say, like, I hate that stuff. No, I it's easy for that. anyone yeah. to say. It's anyone for Jen to say, me to say, my neighbors to say, right? all of us to say, you know, self-love. Period. It's self-love. You got to love self-love. yourself. Yeah. yeah, and it's hard to do that. A lot of people don't yeah. want to love themselves, and and I think that's why I started mine. Is I saw a lot of patients where I work at the chiropractor, and they would come in and they would just talk to me about serious things that they were going through, and we'd cry together, we hug each other, and I thought, you know what? There is a point in our life that we need to just talk. You know, during COVID, we couldn't even talk. So your podcast yeah. is bring, you know, we're bringing out more people to talk and and just be a part of our shows because then they can realize, you know what? It's okay. You're going to be yeah. okay. Because there's somebody yeah. else going through the same shit. Yeah, yeah. I just had a, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to even say, but I just had two people die in my life recently. Uh, one of my best friends, 51 years old, got a uh, stage four cancer tumor. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and then died like like six months later. Crazy. Oh, I'm so and then sorry. I had a good, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, you know, a guy who was a dear friend of mine in college, and his 17-year-old daughter was just killed in a boating accident, like, couple weeks ago so oh it just my makes, gosh yeah oh, awful, so awful. sorry so, so it sorry. just makes you think like it just uh yeah. that's what i mean like we're so busy at times uh in these stress the, the stress and anxiety state that we're missing our lives we're missing yeah. what's happening it's every day and I think that's the shame of it like no you don't know whether you're gonna be 51 17 93 no one knows no yeah. one's guaranteed anything in this life so like but what we are guaranteed is that we really see how awesome we are as as humans right. and how much of an impact we can make out there with just being kind and being nice to each other, being right. nice, nice to ourselves. We, we had a chance to impact the world for however many, however long we're here, Jen. Yeah. Right. However it's, long that is. It's so true. And you know, the hardest thing for me was ever to take a compliment. If someone would right. say something, I'd be like, Oh no, I got this. And this. you know, I would always like downplay it. And I thought, you know what, Jen, just say thank you. 
to say yeah. thank you to someone, you know. And 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 here I, when I'm walking around and I'm in a store, or I see somebody I don't even know, and I like their outfit or I think their hair looks yeah. great. I'm like, hey, I love that, you know, shirt. I'm I'm, I'm talking to everybody now. They're probably like, Jesus, no. <laughs> this Jenny D's everywhere. <laughs> but that's great though. You might make their day. Yes. I, I try to do something now. Whenever you, I go to a restaurant, yeah. someone gives good service. When they give me the bill, I just say, hey, thanks for your service. Yes. Really appreciate really appreciate the effort you gave and the gratitude. You know, just, yeah. Anything that like anything for a compliment that you put it out there. Like you know, I always say like people like to be recognized at the end of the day. Exactly. And if you're out there recognizing people, well, you're serving others. It doesn't have to be uh, you know go down to the soup kitchen this and that. Although that stuff's nice, nice right. life. That's a great program. All these things. Pantry, but yes. who, are you, serve your kids every day. Serve your wife or your boyfriend, your yes. girlfriend, your husband, your mom, your dad. You know what I mean? Like you have chances every day to serve. Our neighbor lost lost their dog the other day, and it was so cool to see the oh. neighborhood kind of get together to go searching for it, oh driving gosh. around, and things like that. So like you know, I've I, had I, that I love Happens, love yeah. your neighbors, you love yourself. You gotta love yourself first before you can really love everyone, anyone else. And I think that takes a little bit of effort, right. you know, to realize, hey man, I work the perspective muscle of that. Like you're one in 420 trillion of chances of you being here. You're you're a walking miracle. Let's start there to say, hey, how about thanks? Right. Thank well, you. Thank you. I love that. I love that. You are such a great speaker. You really you are, know? Sean. Like you, I just want to listen to you like all day. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more, Sean. Tell me more. (laughs) I'll just do a recording. I'll just record you. I'll listen to you at night. Motivate me. Get me going. You know, one of the things I say is that is that like Buffalo mentality. I I think of this like out in Wyoming and Montana. I think this this mirrors life. Out in Wyoming, Montana, the really heavy storms come in. Right, they come in lightning, thunder, dark, right, nasty. And the buffaloes and the cows share the plains out there. Well, when these storms come in, it's unbelievable. You can you can look this up is true the buffaloes gather together and they clump together and they look at each other and they take off for the storm right and they know they're going to get pounded there's going to be pain they know they're going to get hit with pain but they know if they go for the pain they're going to get through it quickly right and so they go through it and they get pounded but on the other side are sunny skies well the cows do the exact opposite they get together they see the pain coming and they run right they run the other way and when they run the other way eventually in the plains they get bottlenecked in the corner and when they get bottlenecked in the plains that storm comes it's coming the pain's coming and it crushes them 30 40 50 times more than the buffalo that got together and in their mentality said we're running right for it it. we can't be the victims we're not the victims we're warriors and warriors serve and they serve each other and they run directly for things that are uncomfortable and they go for it and i always think like in life What's the phone call you haven't made that you keep running from? What's the conversation you haven't had with your partner that you keep running from? Right. What's you know wh- wh- who at work do you need to talk to? The job that you're running from because you're nervous, to, you know, because right. there might be a little bit of pain in starting your own company or pain in stepping out and and putting yourself out there. Like exactly. I think that's a big part of, of my mentality is that Buffalo mentality of hey. Let's go. It's coming. We see it. Let's go. We're yes, running right let's forward. Let's face it. it. Face it. Face, face it. Face on. Face you know? it. It's going to be here. Right. It's, it's called life. And I think, a, but we choose our mentality. Yeah. So you either choose that Buffalo mentality of we're coming for you or that, or the cow mentality of we're getting the hell out of here, but we're going to get crushed on the other side. Like right. you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Don't run away from your storm. You gotta, yeah, you gotta exactly. run towards. And it. the storms are coming in life. They come every day, small or large. Oh yeah, and you know it's you're right. And if we take if we don't take it on and realize, you know what, somebody else is going through something probably worse. 
That's what I, I always try to tell myself that, you know, even watching the news, sometimes I kind of channel myself because... Yeah, turn the news off, Jen. That's all niggas. If it bleeds, it leaves. It's all BS. You know what I mean? Like... I was, that's what I, at least that's what I think. If it's something made, I'll, I'll hear it from somebody. Right. But I don't even watch that. But the negativity of the news, I just I run for the hills. <laughs> yeah, there's got there's yeah because there, you know you have to kind of like fuel yourself with um, yeah. a lot of positive things. You know, I mean that's why I, I just said to my girlfriend we met at lunch today, and I said I need to start reading books more. Yeah. I just don't, I would keep saying, I don't have time. When am I going to do it? I, you know, I never just, even if I try to relax or sit on my porch and read, forget it. The dogs, the boys, you know, it's just. Yeah, that's, but that's such a limiting belief. So you don't have time. You have um, so much time. I I mean, you just, you're, you're, it's not. I'm making excuses. You're, you're just committed to something else. You're committed to not, you're committed to whatever else you're committed to. People say, well, she's not, Jen's not committed to reading. Yeah. Yeah, she's not, but she's committed to other stuff in her life. She just, you know, it's like, you just, what I find is, you know, I think that when you look at people that have really been successful in life, they have clear systems they follow, yes. right? They plan their days out. So if you tomorrow said, you know what, I'm going to read 10 minutes every day. That's it. I'm going to read five pages every day. Start with stuff that you can, that you can digest, right? Like right. I'm going to do, I'm reading two pages a day. Like that's how I started with meditation. I was like, I'm going to meditate one minute a day, yes. but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I, I, I like the adage. It's on my refrigerator. It's okay to suck, but it's not okay to skip. It's okay to like have a. Oh, that's a good one, Sean. Yeah, for one minute, it's okay to like have that stuff, but like, don't skip. Yeah. Like, I journal. I journal every day for five yes, minutes. Yes, I journal too. So minimum, right? You do every day. It's like the it's the pinata effect. And right. what I find is, man, like when you get your mind on the paper, it's very free. Right. So some days I might do twenty, but some days I might do five. Yeah. A lot of times I do five, but I don't skip. I never skip because I, you know, it's okay to suck, but it's not okay to skip. Yeah. I don't ever skip, and the reason I do is because. I get I get something from it. it. Really helps me out a lot, right. right? And I know that the compound pounding, the marginal gains, I do it every day. I get better and better at it. Oh you yeah, know? and you just gotta channel yourself. I mean, I remember I was somewhere just a couple of weeks ago, and someone made a comment that really upset me. And then when I went home, I was like, oh, I probably should have said something then and there. And it was right. like bothering me the whole time. And I thought, you know what? I need to say something. So I did the next day. I did call them and I said, listen, I know you were probably joking, but you know, that kind of hurt my feelings. You know, before that, I just, you know, sweep it under the rug, but I'd always have that in the back of my head. Like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe that. You know, and I faced it on and they didn't even realize they said it. They don't even remember saying it. Yeah, Isn't right, that, you right. know, so that's just that, that, but that, facing that's it. that Buffalo mentality. Like, yeah. no, I'm not going to just sit here. I'm going to, you know, speak up for myself. Yes. Or I'm going to say, have a, maybe have a conversation with somebody that maybe is a little uncomfortable, but it needs to be had. So, right. like, I love that. I love that you called them and say, hey, listen, don't don't appreciate the comment. It was, it, it's, it felt, it felt like it was, uh, there was uh, some nastiness behind it. Yes. Whether you've meant it. And there's nothing worse than uh, the nasty comment. Of, oh, yeah, I didn't mean it that way. Then why'd you say it? Right. If you if you didn't mean it that way, then why don't you just run it through a filter in your in your mind and don't say something that maybe's a little nasty, like and don't run from your comments, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Sean, I mean, you and I could talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listeners, I mean, can you believe I'm Sean Casey on? And you know, check him out. Check out the mayor's office, and you're on Spotify. You're on yeah, Spotify. App. We're on YouTube too. The mayor's office with Sean Casey on okay. YouTube. So yes, yeah, that's fun because we, you know, when it's on video, it's always fun to watch. I know. We get most of our listeners Spotify, Apple, and stuff like that. I wish I could videotape us talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that <Yeah>. advanced. <laughs> oh, you're no, you're, we're not on video. No, we're on audio. <laughs> oh, Jen, you have us both on here. It's so easy. There's a program you just pull up. You can even do it in iMovie or something like that. Damn, oh my, just record it. What? Yes. I don't see. I'm still new at 
this. <laughs> you can't tell you. Hey, listen, I hired a producer. That's the, the only reason I'm ahead of you. Is I, I know. I hired a producer that, that videos it. I know. I, meanwhile, I was in broadcasting. I was, you know, in TV yeah. and radio. You could probably, Jen, you could figure it out like that. It, it's pretty easy. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you should go on, you should do this when we're done. Go to nofilter.net. Nofilter.net. Okay, this is exactly what you need to do. This is it. No Filter is a new company. As a matter of fact, I'm part ownership. I'm part ownership of it. A buddy okay. of mine, Eric Burrows, played in the big league, started it. It's a. It's basically a podcasting platform. So you literally would put. What, what's your podcast called? Spill it with Jenny. Spill with me, Jenny D. But it's Spill on. Me, it's Jenny on D. Podbean. Podbean. Yeah. So podcast. you go to No Filter. They have the platform for you. Oh, I yes. got. I got to look into yeah. that. Yeah. D- do it. Do. It. I mean, you will. You will be fired up. It's awesome. That's what they do. They get podcasters to come and use their platform. Yes. And you pay them a monthly fee. It's a best money you'll ever spend. Yes. Oh It'll my gosh. It'll take your podcast to another level. See, see, this is somebody helping someone else. We're both in podcasting now. There you go. And we're helping each other out. I mean, see, guys, go. this is one of these nice guys. <laughs> nice guys in that. <laughs> Be nice guys in that. But Jen, that's how I, st- I started my podcast on No Filter. That's how I started. Wow. And we probably did our first 35, 40 episodes on there. And then we ended up going to a different platform. But but you go live. And, and also, too, the cool thing about it is you go live. So if you go live and no filter, people could join in. So say me and a couple of people want to listen to your podcast. We could literally hit a button and join in on you. Hey, let's bring Sean in from Pittsburgh. Sean, come on on. Then I pop on and you and me are talking. It's it's a gr- unbelievable. Oh, platform. yeah. See, I pre-record all mine and I edit it. Yeah. No, you can. Well, you, can, well, you pre-record. So you, you do it live. Yes. And then it's recorded. Okay. Right? So you have it both ways. It, you know, you could edit it and do all that stuff afterwards, but you do it live and you just go for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one thing I've learned from live TV, I've been doing live TV for 14 years. You're going to mess up, but that's that's good live. That's good TV <laughs> when you mess up because that shows you're human. You're not perfect. All oh, yeah. Time, you know? Oh, yeah. There's I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sean. So, so do we. So do we. <laughs> I so appreciate you talking to us today, my <laughs> listeners on Spill With Me, Jenny D. I mean, this has been so I, I just I've learned a lot. Thank you so yeah. much for taking your time. Oh, Jen, thanks so much. I've really enjoyed being on with you. I, I love you as a person. You're just a I great friend. I love you, friend. too. You are a great and, person. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. I, like I said, I, I'm glad uh, we made this happen. I'll tell you what, listeners. If you don't know Sean Casey, <laughs> he is one of a kind. He is a great person. He really is. I so enjoy I feel like I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> uh, this is, you're the best, Jen. Now tell, this Mike is, I, tell Mike I said hi to the kids, too. And, I will, uh, honey. Like I said, I hope, you're, I hope you're doing great. Looks like you're doing great and, and having you. fun. I am. This was Spill With yeah me, Jenny D. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny Dean.